If you want to contact me, or if you want me to read something, or even if you just have any questions about myself or the book, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. Today we're reading Chapter 32 of Wings of Fire, The Hidden Kingdom. Oh, look! Magnificent said cheerfully, pointing to the glint of sunlight on wings flapping through the trees. The fruit gatherers are back. She flew back to the center of the arboratorium and snatched up one of the nuts off the main mahogany table. Two to one. Wasn't that cheating? Sunny called as Glory glided back down to her team. King Kaju had furious red straps marching along her scales, and Jambu was back to blue-gray again. Glory wondered if her brother had more than two moons. That was totally cheating, Tsunami shouted. You can't let her get away with that. Boo! Hiss! Silence them, Magnificent said to Handsome with a frown. He spread his wings and cleared his throat. Nothing in the rules forbids what the queen did, he announced. She's the winner, officially, if not in spirit. Magnificent glared at him, while Mangrove and Dazzling swooped down from the trees. Glory was two days to chime in. The others might call it cheating, but as far as she was concerned... Magnificent had, found, had only found a trick to reveal Glory's hiding place, the same way Glory had used the Rainwing's audience for clues. So Glory had really lost. She'd lost. She couldn't pay attention to the sorting or counting going on as Mangrove and Dazzling split the fruits, spilled th- fruits of all shapes and sizes across the greenery. Handsome picked each one up, muttered over it for a moment, and set it in a pile. If I were competing alone, it would be over by now, Glory realized. She would have lost the throne in a direct contest with Magnificent. If she won it now, it would only be it would be only because the other Ramings made it happen. Tarman, who didn't know her at all, Mangrove and King Gaju. If they could do it King Gaju's eyes were fixed on Mangrove's fruit pile. She fidgeted it with her tail and counted along under her breath. Handsome examined the last fruit, a dark blue pickled ball that oozed bright green juice when you poked it. He nodded and placed it in Mangrove's pile. King Kaju shot Gloria a delighted look. Seventeen to six, seventeen, seventeen to sixteen, said Handsome. The winner is Mangrove. What? shrilled Mang- Magnificent. She whipped around to glare at Dazzling, who had yellow speckles around her mouth and a trail of green swelling across her chest. You ate some of them. I knew there were nineteen there when I... She stopped abruptly. Sorry, Dazzling muttered. I thought sixteen would be enough. Well, you thought wrong, Magnificent growled. Excuse me, said Handsome. Did you say there were nineteen there? There was an awkward pause as the two greens glared at each other. Magnificent flicked her tail and looked down her nose at Handsome. Are you accusing me of something, she said coldly. I am, King you blurted. You collected fruits and sashed them somewhere ahead of time. Ludicrous, Ludicrous, said the queen, the red flickers along her wings vanishing abruptly, and impossible to prove. It occurred to Gloria that Magnificent might have chosen to be purple today, so no one would spot any shimmers of guilt under scales. Clever, she thought, glancing down at her own. The yellow had faded a little, and the small gray clouds were gathering around her shoulders, blades, and wingtips. Doesn't matter anyway, Dazzling pointed out to King Kaju. You won. King Kaju jabbed Gloria with her tail, and Gloria snapped back into focus. There was still a chance. Now they were tied, and there was one contest left. It de- it matters if you're planning on cheating again, she said sharply. That won't be necessary, 
Wind rustled through the leaves as grandeur slid majestically between glory and magnificent. Her bones creak like ancient forests, and the silver cast of her scales made her look as if she were reflecting the moonlight instead of sunlight. She wasn't like the other queens. In fact, she wasn't like any other dragon in the village. Glory thought Grandeur might be the only raving who actually looked moved and who actually looked moved and sounded like a real queen. She arched her neck and peered down at Kingaju. I can crush this little creature easily on my own. We'll see, Kingaju said bravely, but anxious streaks of green flickered in a ruff. This is asking too much of her, Glory worried. Kingaju was barely half the size of Grandeur. Kingaju was barely half grander size, with hardly any training. The Nightwings had been so overwhelmed by her venom that the Nightwings had been so underwhelmed by her venom that they hadn't even bothered binding her mouth. How could she possibly win? Hansen beckoned the two dragons into the center of the arboretum. Standard venom practice rules apply, he said. Take the utmost caution to hit no living creature. We'll we'll be testing different. Te- We'll be testing distance and targets. Who'd like to go first? I, said Grandeur. She eyed Handsome with, with and his two helpers as they rolled a long, polished blank of wood across the vines. It was wide as five talent prints and four times as long, with small measurements marked all, all the way along it. One end stopped at Grandeur's front talons. She stretched her neck and jaw while the raiming scurried out of the way, leaving the plank laid out in front of her like a welcome carpet. Whenever you're, Handsome started. Grandeur's mouth snapped open and a spray of black venom shot out. The droplets splattered on the wood near the far end of the plank, sizzling and burning small holes where they fell. The watching dragons all ooed admiringly. I guess that's pretty. Imp- I guess that's pretty impressive," Glory said to Mangrove. His sigh answered her question. Grandeur stepped aside with a polite gesture at Kingaju. The little dragonette stepped up nervously and opened her mouth as wide as she could and shot a tiny jet of venom at the plank. It landed barely a quarter of the way between her claws and Grandeur's drops. Glory's heart sank. Mangrove dropped his head into his front talons with a groan. Kingaju turned to Glory with a heartbroken expression. There's still targeting there's still the targeting practice, Jambu said hopefully. He patted the little dragonette on the head. The helpers were already dragging out a kind of easel painting with three yellow circles and white circles. With three yellow and white circles. What if I fail? Kinkaju said to Chloe. All those dragons, it'll be my fault if we never see them again. It'll be my fault that you're not queen. Stop that, Glory said, placing one talent over Kinkaju's. I lost my own contest, remember? It's my fault more than anyone's, but I will be one queen one day. And in the meantime, she caught Mangrove's eyes to make sure he was listening. We'll get Orchid and the other Raymonds back in no, t- and no matter what it takes. Maybe I won't have an army, but we'll m- make a rescue mission out of my friends and anybody else who's willing to go. So, don't think about that right now. All I can ask you is that you try your best. And no, I don't even... I don't even have to ask. And I know I don't even have to ask because you're that kind of dragon who always does. That's true, Kinkashu said. I am the kind of dragon. She squared her shoulders. I will. That's what I'm going to do. Gloria glanced up and realized that Grandeur had been listening too. The old queen turned around and casually spot a, shot a spray of venom at the painted board and landed precisely in the center of the first circle. Magnificent gave Gloria a triumphant smile. 
It would have been really nice to wipe that smile off her face. And one day I will. I will be the queen of this tribe. That's what I meant. That's what I meant for. I'm sure of it. Hingerju stepped up beside Grandeur, opened her mouth, and swayed her venom at the circles. The drops splashed right on top of Grandeur's, and a hissing sound came from the board as the wood melted a little more. The gold ramming made a sound of approval and patted Hingerju's head. Then she tilted her head just a little and shot a black jet directly into the center of a second circle. Kinkajou took a deep breath and did the same. More sizzling and smoking came from the wood. Don't get excited, Glory told herself, although she couldn't help feeling impressed with Kinkajou. She knew for a fact that she wouldn't have been able to aim that precisely. But if the two dragons tied on this part of the challenge, Grandeur would still win because of the distance part. Practice a gracious in defeat face, and then get ready to study like life depends on it so I can try this again. I wonder how long I have to wait between challenges. Grandeur opened her mouth, and then a sloth tumbled out of the trees and landed in front of the board. King Geju leaped to shove it out of the way, and time seemed to slow so that Glory could watch each, venom, each drop of venom sail in an unhurried arc to land. Splash, 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 right on King Geju's wing.